This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. Every time they win, you owe me a Woo Pig Suey. Woo Pig Suey. Woo Pig Suey. Listen Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. We the North are now we the champions. The Raptors, the 2019 NBA champs. According to Jim is your home for the McPherson Bullpups. They want the wheel round. Jace Kinnaman down the near sideline. Can he track it down? Yes! Jace Kinnaman is a 10. Five touchdown Bullpup. Everything happening in the sports world. Here comes McCready. Oh, he just sucked the gravity right out of the building. What a play by T-Man. And even some things not happening in the sports world. So are you not a fan of, of your athletes on your teams going on The Bachelor or Bachelorette? I don't care. I don't watch it. I don't care. Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Let's do this thing. Another edition of According to Jim right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Or for those of you listening online, worldwide at midkansasonline.com. I'm Jim Joyner. Joining me as always, a very patriotic, a very refreshed Mr. Steve Sell. Steve, you're a grand old flag. Good afternoon. Uh, (laughs) A grand old flag? You're a grand old flag, a high-flying flag. Okay, well, I've got my red on. Um, I don't think. And I forever it. in peace, may you wave. But uh, no, uh, um, yesterday, uh, nice, you know, to celebrate the Fourth of July. Didn't do much celebrating. I saw you celebrating. Well, you did. Were you not the one that was lighting off all those fireworks last night? Well, let me tell I you. I thought I saw you with a big bag of bottle rockets neighbor, standing out in the our street. Our neighborhood, there was an M80 that went off at 11:40 last night. I was outside watching them. Were you really? I was. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, not with them, you know, watching from afar. Yeah, but that M80, it shook the whole foundation. It was loud. It was loud. I was really kind of thrown off yesterday by the amount of people that were so interested in the fireworks. And maybe part of this is that I grew up in Johnson County, and for the entire time that I lived there, fireworks are illegal. You can't set them off in your neighborhood. Can't do it in Independence now either. You can't just sit on your front porch and throw fireworks off the front deck and blow them up in the sky in front of people. And so I was a little thrown off by the amount of people that were. And maybe the last couple of years, I just haven't been paying attention, which is possible. Oh, yeah. But that, man, there's a lot. it, of people. it was booming last night. Yeah, it really was. Of course, we were down at the baseball game. They were booming during the baseball and, yeah, game. Yeah, and, and it was just, there were just fireworks everywhere. And, and uh, you know, it was interesting. The only fireworks... We're outside the field, though, it seemed like. A lot, a lot of fireworks on the field. Pretty low-scoring game for eight innings. And then uh, uh, Clearwater scored five, uh, four runs, or five runs. What was it? Four or five runs in the final inning, I think it, I think it was, to uh, pull away. Or four runs for an 8-3 to three victory. So you felt like a, a Patriot yesterday? I slept a lot. And I paid the price because last night. Didn't do a lot of sleeping? The last time I looked at the clock, and I had not been to sleep yet, it was 3.36. You have a TV in your room? No. So you just sat there in the dark looking up at the ceiling? Listening to the fan, the ceiling fan, yeah. That's never a bad idea. Yeah, but it, no, I, I couldn't get to sleep last night. Of course, I wake up at about 6.30, and uh, so not much sleep last night. Well, Steve, I had the luxury yesterday of playing in a little golf tournament. 
Yeah. That you chickened out of and wouldn't play in. I did chicken out. I, you chickened out. I've not been playing well. Every, anybody that knows me knows that I've been really struggling, and I just didn't feel like I could drag a team down. So I had a good day. Uh, you did have a good day. I had one of the best days out there for people that had the second worst handicap of the group. Yeah, but you also had a pretty good A player. It helps when you have... Treg Fall on your team. Friend of the show. And he shoots a casual 31 on the front nine. Oh, yeah. And then plays terrible on the back nine and shoots a 33. Yeah, terrible. Yeah. 30, yeah, 31 A disappointing 31-33. Yeah, 64 for Treg yesterday. and uh, I won some money. I know you did. Big winner. I was a big winner in that tournament. I played that tournament last year. I won some well, money. Well, sure. I tournament. mean, you chickened out this year, so I, I figured so. Figured, so. figured well, you've played in it a few know, times. Going into this year, I generally haven't had a handicap. Over three or four. And, you know, this year it was 3.2 early in the year. Sure. Now I'm at 6.5 trending to 7.4. Ooh. I have never been – I have never had a handicap that high since, like, I was 16 or something. Since the 70s? Yeah, since about 1974. So my game is really in the disrepair. Uh, the boys I play with, they're just laughing at me because it's such easy money for them. You know, Sounds like it. Yeah, they're just plucking me like, like you know, like I'm a who gets plucked? Chickens or roosters? Who gets? I plucked? think chickens do. Chickens get plucked. I mean, they're 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 so happy I'm playing, but y'all see how gleeful one guy. Whenever is. you keep going back out to the golf course. Yeah, I, I don't know why I keep playing because I just you know keep handing them my wallet and and they are so gleeful that I'm playing bad because one golfer that I play with told me he says well for years. You've been pounding me, and I've just been handing money over to you. Now, you know, so, but these things are slick, cyclical, cyclical, and my day will come. Are you sure? Are you sure well, you're ever going to get out of this, Brett? I'm not sure, but uh, if I could ever figure out how to hit a ball from about 80 yards in, I'd be okay. Well, Steve, I know that there hasn't been a ton of activity in the sports world. The Royals played yesterday, and they sat through, <clears throat> excuse me, Steve, I keep doing that. You I, do. I don't know why I keep coughing, and I'm ready know. to give up on radio I because I go, can't get through. I think a, you need to go to Stat Care, and they'll maybe maybe that will do it. Tune up your larynx. But anyway, the only thing that's really been going on has been the Royals, right. and that is not the most fun product in the world to watch right now. I just it, it, I'm just flabbergasted that their records as bad as it is. And number one, it starts with starting pitching. Does, is it just me, or does it seem like they are down 2-0, 3-0 almost every game? Then at some point, they get the lead. Uh, I'd like to see a stat. How many times the Royals have led sixth inning or after and lost? I think I saw a stat where it was like they were 4-20 and or something like that. It's been rough. Yeah. But the only really other thing that's been going on, especially since – the NBA draft is done. The hottest part of free agency is cooled down. But the only thing left to do Kawhi. is find out where Mr. Kawhi Leonard will yeah. be playing. Yeah. And I think he gave all of the Americans the day off yesterday. Remember, three years ago, Kevin Durant announced on the 4th of July that he'd be joining Golden State. Do you remember that it was on the 4th? I did not remember that. I was bowling. Remember how I told you I used to bowl all the time? You did bowl. Well, I was bowling that morning, and I was bowling and went back and was looking up at how I how many strikes I had just thrown. And on the TV next to yeah. it, it said, breaking news, Kevin Durant to the Warriors. And that's how I remember it being announced. But Kawhi did not announce yesterday. Well, last night, our NBA insider, 
Pistol Pete Holland, who is an NBA insider and NFL insider, inform me Kawhi is going back to Toronto. And you remember when I, I told always go you to, to, I go to Pistol for all my NBA information. Do you remember when I told you a few weeks ago, maybe even a month or so ago, what happens if they win? What happens if the Raptors win this thing? And see, I thought that was a sure. How could how could he leave yeah. if they don't win? I thought that was a sure reason for him to leave because he's done all. He's hey, he did what he's supposed to do. He won a championship. He's a he's a California but nobody guy. has ever done that and, in the history of the and league. And really, everyone's oh, where's he going? Where's he going now? Well, for one thing, Toronto can give him a lot more money. That's true. And of course, once you get to hundred and how many is hundred and forty million compared to one hundred and seventy one million? I mean, at that. At that point, does it really matter? You yeah, I bet it does. You think? You think you would like to have thirty-one extra well, million sure dollars lying around? I'd like to have. You'd like to have thirty-one dollars yeah, lying around? Yeah, I never know where my next meal's coming from. <laughs> Some weeks for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, paycheck to paycheck for me. But I've been thinking this entire time: How can he leave Toronto after winning it all? And I know that all the rumors at first were saying. He's going to the Lakers. He's going to join LeBron. He's going to join Anthony Davis. And collectively, they are going to own the Staples Center and win the West and win five or ten or twenty well, more championships. Say, I'll just say this. If he does go back to Toronto, how stupid are the Lakers going to look? Because they've basically been thinking they're going to get him all along. Now, they'll still – and I, it just still blows my mind. Anthony Davis and LeBron James are not enough – to win an NBA championship. No. I, there's no way. And then you got a bunch of ham and eggers joining them. I mean, who else they got? Do they bring Rondo back? Rajon Rondo? Kuzma? Kyle Kuzma's good. He's okay, but I mean. He's also young. He is. And fairly inexpensive. And then they got like uh, Caldwell Pope or Pope Caldwell, whoever, whatever his name is. Cadavius or Cardavius. Kardashianist or something like that. I don't There's know. a few Kardashians Cata- in, in LA. I think it's Catavius, maybe. But I don't think Caldwell Pope is a Kardashian. No. Could be. That's the place to go if you would like to be one. Sure. But I just continue to think, how can Kawhi Leonard leave Toronto? And why would he ever go join the Clippers? And Scottie Pippen, who knows a few things about winning championships. He knows a few things about the great city of Hamburg, Arkansas as well. Oh, that's right. That's where he's from. Scotty Pippen, who, uh, you know, for one thing, Scotty Pippen should be a radio guy. Does anybody have a greater baritone voice than Scotty Pippen? Hello. Yeah, but Scotty Pippen has been saying all along, he needs to go back at least on a one-year deal. And to Toronto? To Toronto and try and go back-to-back. He says the Raptors fans deserve that. Whether they do or not, I don't know, but... Scottie Pippen, I think he, he knows what's going on. So let's say that Kawhi Leonard stays north of the border, okay. meaning that he stays in the Eastern Conference. Would that be better or worse for LeBron James and Anthony Davis and the Lakers than him joining, let's say, the Clippers? Would it be better to not well, have Kawhi Leonard and have him stay in the East? Sure, sure you want Kawhi stay in the East because Milwaukee would be the team to beat. Are you sure? With, with Kawhi coming back? Oh, who they haven't lost anybody. Yeah, but remember, Toronto is still going to be very good. That's They're the I'm reigning sa- NBA champions. That's what I'm saying. Oh, you just said Milwaukee. Oh, I meant, I, I'm sorry, I meant Toronto. I was a little Tor- confused, No, Steve. Toronto would be the team to beat. Milwaukee be number two with Giannis. And then, Are you forgetting about Trust the Process, the 76ers? Yes, I am forgetting about Are them. Are you forgetting about the think, Celtics? I don't think 
Philadelphia. I think Philadelphia is going to be the team that takes the big step back because they lost J.J. Redick. He stretched the defense. They have nobody to stretch the defense now. Joel Embiid and Al Horford, they're going to run into each other in the post. Tobias Harris. Oh, he can't play. He can't play. What about the other team, Ben Steve? Simmons. How about Brooklyn? But Kevin, They might not be as good this Kevin upcoming Durant's year. Kevin not going to play, and Kyrie Irving's a cancer. So let's say that Kyrie, or excuse me, Kawhi Leonard stays in Toronto. Name me like eight teams that you think have a chance. Because I think there's eight, maybe yeah. even ten, that have a chance to win the NBA title. Sure. Toronto, Milwaukee. Well, just looking at West. Yeah. I, I think I'm not including the Warriors in this conversation. And I know that some people are still picking them to be very good because they have Stephen Curry, but... Let's say you're not including the Warriors. The Utah Jazz got really, really good this offseason. Yeah. You also look at Portland. They have been extremely good. But they, you throw in the Houston Rockets. What, what you did, throw in the Oklahoma City Thunder. Portland has not really picked up anybody, have they? I don't think they've... Oklahoma City's been like a non... They've been dormant. Yeah, they've been dormant. Houston, they haven't picked up anybody. But they, these teams have been good. They have been and, good. And the problem has been for these teams at West... The team that's sitting in the Bay Area. You can't get through them because they're a monster. Now that monster has broken up a little bit. They've lost their teeth. The monster's got a ruptured Achilles and a blown-out ACL. Yeah. So they have a chance. All these teams now finally have a chance. And that's why I think it's so... I didn't even mention the Lakers. You have two of the best players in the world on the same team. Well, it's interesting. I saw a quote from Steve. I don't know if it was a quote. Maybe I heard this. Steve Kerr said, we need a whole year off. We are physically and mentally exhausted. So that tells Sounds me. Sounds like you. Yeah, well, I know. I am exhausted. But that that tells me that they're already anticipating not being, you know, what, how, how 40, can they? 45 wins maybe. I think 45 wins would be a good year. They're not them. going to be terrible. No, no. But how can they be a championship team now, when, when you went from three all-stars down to one? Yeah, but now I read reports Clay Thompson may be back by February. We'll see. Yeah. But they said he's five to seven months, so that would be January or February. We'll see about that. Yeah. All right, Steve, it's a Friday. Do you want to do some trivia? We haven't done any Friday trivia in a while. We can do some trivia. You've got a few questions to ask. I've got a couple of really good ones, and they're very topical. Mine are are pretty tough this time, so. Oh, I'm going to have to put on my thinking cap. Well, actually, two of them are pretty easy, but two of them are open. Yeah. (laughs) We'll do that next. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, The Fieldhouse Grill and Taps, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 12.30 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Back on this afternoon's According to Jim, 96.7 FM KBBE, Jim Joyner and the simple man himself, Mr. Steve Sell. I am a simple. You like a little Leonard Skinner in your life, I do don't you? Like, I love Skinner. Well, one thing that I think you also need in your life, Steve, is a little Friday trivia. Oh, okay. we haven't been able to do this no, in a while. No, we, we've had we've had some guests. We had a guest on one Friday that took all our time, and and uh, one Friday I don't think we had it or something. Something was maybe we were too busy. We are busy. Too people. many great things to talk about. Oh yeah. 
All right, Steve, would you like to ask the questions first, or would you like to receive? I'll receive. Okay, so my first question here involves basketball. Okay. Do you know what begins tonight? No. For basketball? Summer League. The NBA Summer League. It's actually already started. because Well, the other games, but you know, the big stuff kind of gets going this like weekend. Zion. Zion, R.J. Barrett, playing right. tonight. Okay. Do you know where they're playing? I don't know. Probably Vegas. They play in Las Vegas. Yeah. Do you know where they play? Thomas and Mack Center. Thomas and Mack Center, which is the home of? UNLV. The Running Rebels. So my question for you is, how many games did the UNLV Running Rebels win during their two Final Four runs under Coach Tarkanian, 1989-90 season and the 90-91 seasons? How many games did they win at home? in those two seasons combined? At home or? Co- Overall. Um, I want to say 77. That would be a little high. Okay, they were 37-1 and one, one year. I want to say, well, maybe they were, I'll say 72. They won 69. Okay. They won 35 games in 1990 when they won the national championship, okay. beat Leitner, beat Duke. Okay. And then in 1991, they started off the year 34-0. and 0, Okay. And then lost to Duke. In the final four. Okay. That's at, when, they had and some that players. team was good. Anderson Hunt. How about Larry Johnson? Mama, grandmama. How about Greg Anthony? How Anderson, about Elmore Spencer? Anderson Hunt. There's some pretty good dudes on Stacey those Stacey Ogman. Plastic Stacey man. Stacey Ogman. Yeah. Now, that UNLV team, the year where they were number one and undefeated the entire year, they played the Arkansas Razorbacks. Ooh. And I'm pretty sure that my parents were at this game because they were living in the area at the time. Mm -hmm. And UNLV, and this was a game in February, too, because at the time, I think UNLV was like in the whack. I don't think there was a Mountain West Conference, which they're in now. Okay. So they were playing some really weak competition. I think they were in the whack. Yeah. And so they needed to schedule games to get a little test. And, of course, the mighty Arkansas Razorbacks were good. They were number two. This was after Scotty Thurman, right? This would have been before. Before Scotty Thurman. Before Scotty Thurman. Corliss Williamson. Before him. This okay. is 91. Okay. And they beat Arkansas 112 to 105. Ooh. It didn't sound like there was a whole Lots lot of, of 40 minutes of yeah. hell defense. I don't think so. But interesting. So you were close, Steve. But okay. you remember those teams well. Oh, sure. Sure. I don't. I wasn't alive. Yeah. Really good. All right, Steve, I'm ready. Okay. Trent Green was Kansas City Chiefs starting quarterback from 2001 to 2006. Had a great tenure. Yeah. Two quarterbacks shared the job the following year. Name one of them. I'm pretty sure one of them would be Damon Heward. Yes. Was he one of them? Yes, he was. Let me think of who the other one would have been. What Was it the weird year where it was like Tyler Palco and... Oh, no, was it uh, Brody Croyle? Brody Croyle. Yeah. Because yep. t- the next year, or maybe the one after that, was like Tyler Palco, the lefty. Boy, did those guys stink. And, and they were just horrible. Yeah, they were terrible. I went to a Sunday night Chiefs game against, I believe, the Steelers. Well, that was my toughest question, so the other one's going to be a piece of cake for you. And Tyler Palco whips it back, throws a little soft, fluttery left-handed they had, they had pass. Tyler Thigpen around Tyler there. Tyler Thigpen was in that group. Man. It was rough. <laughs> and then Matt Castle was the savior. That was a clown show. That's scary to think. Yeah, it is. Okay, Steve, are you ready for your next question? I am ready. So the All-Star game is next week. Yes, it is. And speaking of sad times for Kansas City teams, do you remember that stretch from 2004 to 2012 where the Royals only had one All-Star game representative 
in each of those years. Wow. Do you remember that happening? So they just had one. Yeah. Because every team has to have one. Yeah. So from 2004 to 2012, I believe that would mean there are nine. Will you name me like five? Mike Sweeney. Mike Sweeney, an all-star in 2005 and several years before that. Ken Harvey. Ken Harvey, 2004. Was that the year he ended up falling into the tarp or the tarp ran over him? Yeah, he ran over Jason Grimsley that year, too. It was it was bad. So, yes, 2005 Angel and 2004. Baroja. Angel Barroa was not an all-star during this stretch. I know okay. he was the rookie of the year in like 2001, 2002, yeah, somewhere I'm, in there. I'm just thinking. I'm, I'm just trying to think. Of so who. start coming this way. How about 2006? I will bet my entire paycheck you won't get this one. Mike McDougal. No, I think he was in 03. Okay. How about Mark Redman? Do you remember <laughs> Mark yeah, Redman? Soft tosser. <laughs> Came from the Miami Marlins. He, he was an all-star. Well, actually, Florida. All right, Marlins. give me a couple more. There, there are two or three obvious ones in this group. Um, Johnny Damon? No, too, you're, you're too late. Too late? Keep coming closer. 2006 Car- to 2012. Carlos Beltran. You're, you're too late. Keep coming closer. Um, Joe Randa. You're too late. Keep Jeff, coming closer. Jeff King. You're, you're way too late. The okay. other way, Steve. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to think. How about a closer? It wasn't, you said it wasn't McDougal. Um... God, I was going to say Jose Rosario. Um, closer. He's been back on the team recently. Didn't go well. Been back on the team? Yeah, he was, he had his prime run. The Mexicutioner. Oh, um, um, no, not Roberto Hernandez. Um, not him. No, the, the Mexicutioner. How about Joaquin Soria? Oh, okay. Joaquin. He was a two-time All-Star. Okay. How about the best designated hitter of all time? Bob Hamlin. <laughs> No, Billy Butler. Okay. How about a reliever from the University of Missouri who was a rookie? Aaron Crow. Yikes, what a bad one. Zach Grinke, he was an all-star okay. in 09. Right. Gil Mesh, 2007. Those are sad days. Boy, those are some rugged days. Well, so you didn't do that well, yeah. especially guessing Jeff King. Well, this is going to be... This is gonna I'm be, ready. This is a softball now. I'm ready. Baseball players seldom reach 600 at-bats in a season. Okay. This Royal had 705. Who was he? Will you give me a year? Oh, that'd be the giveaway, though. If I give you the year, that'll be too easy. Well, I, I think Alcides Escobar had a really big year in terms of at Much older. Much older. Okay, so it's a long time back. Long time ago. Let me think through this. So Escobar would have hovered at, like, the top of the 600s for a stretch. And if we go further and further back, how about... Nah, it's probably not George Brett. Cause it, it, nah, it's probably not him. Very, what about... What, what about Oh, it's at the very beginning of the Royals? No. It, I was going to say he's very fast. Well, I was going to say Frank White. He played football. Or he was going to play football for Maryland and end up playing baseball instead. Mm. The Greyhound. 6'3", about 190. He could run like the deer. It was a triples machine. Don't know. Willie Wilson. Oh, that was an easy one. It was easy. I I figured you'd, was that was a softball. I should have got that. You should I was in the right era, at least. Yeah. Yeah, George Brett wouldn't have had that many okay. at-bats because he wasn't a leadoff hitter. Okay, so now you're ready for your next one. Okay. We're not having our best day of trivia. No, I'm, I'm too tired. I'm That's true. So, did you see the news about Jared Lorenzen I passing did. away this week? The I former did. Kentucky quarterback. Hefty lefty. I think he was listed at 285 mm-hmm. during a lot of his college playing career. But he was involved in one of the craziest games in NCAA history. And at the time, it was the longest football game of all time. Several overtimes. You know who they were playing? No. 
the mighty Arkansas Razorbacks, okay. 2003. Okay. Will you tell me how many overtimes that that game went? Seven. It went seven overtimes. Do you know the final score? I want to say something like 74 to 67. You're close. 71-63. Okay. Do you know what the score was at the end of regulation? Probably uh, 30 And the game ended up scoring 134 combined points. Jared Lorenzen in that game was 28 of 49 for 326 yards, two touchdowns, one pick. He rushed for 39 yards and scored three touchdowns. Which is hard to believe that he rushed for 39 yards. And the crazy thing is when you look at the box score... They scored in every single overtime. Both teams scored in every single overtime you know, except for Kentucky you know, for at the end. as big as he was, he had great feet. Yeah. He really was pretty nimble on his feet. And that's a that's a very sad thing that happened for him. Um, he was with the Giants for a while. He was on their Super Bowl team. I was going to say, he's got a Super Bowl ring. But then once he got out of football, he had weight problems. He got up to over 500 pounds. He, then he lost about 80 to 90 but uh, then he had a kind of a setback where he gained a lot of it back, and uh, just very, very sad. He had a great personality. He embraced his hefty lefty nickname. Oh yeah, and, and was a happy-go-lucky guy. And that's just a shame that had to happen. Well, it was also a shame that he had to go up against my favorite Arkansas quarterback of all time, Matt Jones. I've got a signed football in my office. You mean Joe Ferguson's not your favorite quarterback? No, I was a big Joe Ferguson. I think he's my, my parents' favorite neighbor. I've got a Street Smith football magazine with Joe Ferguson on the cover. Well, hand it over. I've got it from back from the six, 1968 is my Street Smith collection. There you go. All right, Steve, I'm ready for my third question okay, for today's Friday trivia. Mark Mangino had a nice run as Kansas football coach. That's true. Including an Orange Bowl win in 2008. Who was the head coach before Mangino? Ooh, I would have done really well with all the coaches after that, but I really don't even think I can give you a guess. Really? Because, because remember, I didn't follow I could give KU you, I sports. could give you a hint and you'll jump all over it. Did he go and land somewhere else, or was this kind of his last job? No, he, had, he landed someplace else, but think Northern Iowa. T.A. Don't know. Terry Allen. I wouldn't have guessed that. Okay. Remember, I didn't. I, I was too young when that guy would have taken the job yeah. or when he would have left. Yeah. And I didn't follow KU at all. Okay. I could probably name you most of the Arkansas coaches during that time. Yeah. But I, I can't name him. Okay. I was going to ask you one more question about Les Miles, but it would be too easy. I was just going to say where all has he been a head coach at? Well, Oklahoma State and LSU for sure. There you go. And then I had staying on the Royals. Who has their record? For RBIs in a season with 144. Mike Sweeney? Mike Sweeney. Hey, that was pretty good. Yeah, we finished strong. We finished strong. We did okay. All right, Steve, let's take our final break. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, The Fieldhouse Grill and Taps, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Ramping up today's According to Jim, Steve, I have breaking news for you about Kawhi and Leonard. Okay. As of 12.57 okay. on Friday, July 5th, he has still not made a decision. 
So you're going to have to wait through the weekend. Yeah. Is that okay? I'm going with... Do you, do you think we're going to have an answer by Monday? I, I trust the pistol. When we turn these microphones back on? Yeah. What if he chooses somewhere weird? He won't. He goes, you know, I'm, I'm announcing my pick. I'm going to the Atlanta Hawks. It's the Lakers, Clippers, or Raptors. So I am announcing I'm going to be a Detroit Piston. I don't think so. Why not? Give him a chance. I don't think so. I think Detroit would be a fun place to be. You ever been to Detroit? No. You I'm, ever been to Chicago? Yes, yes, you have been there. Was Chicago last year? Indiana? No. <laughs> well, I know you haven't been to Nebraska. No. <laughs> Oklahoma? You ever ventured oh, your way down there? All the time. I used to hang out in Oklahoma all the time. Went to Tulsa all the time. T-Town. <laughs> Green country. You cracked me up, Steve. Yeah. What do you have planned this weekend? Sleep. Much sleep. Okay. And more sleep. Anything else? No, that's about <laughs> it. This is sort of a dead week for you. It, it really is. Working on the fall sports tab. That's right. So if you want magazine, a- if you want to advertise, yeah, in the magazine, call us. Yeah, just give Steve a call and say, hey, yeah, I want to be in two four one one five zero four. We will get. I thought you, you were in starting to give sp- out your cell phone number. No, pff, I don't even know what it is. I don't even remember. <laughs> Well, you have every number in your phone memorized. He does not have any contacts. Yeah. He just has every number memorized. That's right. What's my number? Give me the last four digits. (laughs) 7,200. You nailed it. Yeah. That's pretty good. All right, Steve. Enjoy your weekend. You too. Play some golf. All right. Sleep a little. I will. Wrapping up today's show for Steve Sal, I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll talk to you on Monday. According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by... Great Plains Federal Credit Union, the Fieldhouse Grill and Taps, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. Make sure to listen to According to Jim every weekday from 1230 to 1 p.m. right here on 96.7 FM KBBE.